0: This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. It's Friday, March 18th, 2022, and I'm in my Portland, Maine studio with a brand new computer and microphone. So there's growth here on the show, a little bit of growing pains. Hopefully I'll be able to upload this podcast in a similar fashion as I do with my my other equipment. Keep your fingers crossed. I guess if you're hearing me, I've succeeded. Uh, The week was a good week, I testified neither for nor against the housing bill in Augusta that got a lot of News Inc. LD 2003. It was Speaker Ryan Fecto's big bill, uh, also with Senator Craig Hickman from the Housing Commission. And the part that was controversial in my mind and the issue that I addressed to set the record straight about all the folklore about what happened in Cape Elizabeth was the proposed state appeals board that in the bill would allow real estate developers uh, to appeal any denial of a permit for affordable housing. So my testimony was, look, if you're going to let real estate developers appeal the denial of a permit, there should certainly be a provision for citizens who can show that you know, an approval of a of a permit should be uh, overturned because the public cost outweighs the public benefit. And I was able to use the facts of the case and uh, situation in Cape Elizabeth, but more importantly, able to introduce Plan B, which I'm sure our listeners are sick of, but that happened. And it was a 12-hour hearing. So I, my, voice was one of many. But the good news is that the bill was substantially pared down and eliminates that appeals board. So I think that's great. The rest of it is not really doesn't really matter to me. So that was a win. Uh, Also, interesting this week, uh, for those of you who know, I have a YouTube show. It's like a fictional character, Smugsy. And it's a long story, but it's a it's a show that I broadcast every Wednesday on YouTube, and uh, Smugsy is the protagonist. And the last show, uh, well, I should say that to market the show, I had used this outfit uh, that, you know, where you could buy YouTube views just to sort of prime the pump to get your um, show out into the internet. And so, you know, I did that. The, I've been doing this now for a couple of years, and so this marketing company you pay 25 bucks and they guarantee that you'll have a certain number of YouTube views. But what was always funny about that is because you could look at the analytics and see that the majority of the paid-for views were from, you know, other parts of the world, like mostly Russia, <laughs> China, but in the end, mostly um, Russia, and Russia and India, the, the show... Ended up picking up along the way a, a pretty big audience in Russia. So when the war started, uh, everything changed, and I and I changed the show. I sort of dropped. I had been playing a character uh, on a barstool sports uh, podcast, sort of the villain of a barstool sports show, and then just sort of in that community as a character. And if anyone knows anything about barstool sports, it's been very exciting, but. It was, it was time for a change, and the war in Ukraine certainly was a good point to end the, the season of Barstool and, and move Smugsy into a new era because her her motto is write your own narrative and define yourself. So the, the show, the Smugsy show that aired seven days after the invasion of Ukraine by Vladimir Putin, so it was a week after February 24th, um, early March, And the title of the show was um, um, Smugsy Drops Barstool for Zelensky. Quote, Donald Trump is America's Putin. I must fight, close quote, she says. And, you know, the show went up on YouTube. And, you know, I don't have a huge following, but I have a little bit of a following. And what was just fascinating, and I, I think it remains fascinating, is that despite the attempt by Vladimir Putin to have a so-called Iron Curtain and prevent people in Russia from accessing the internet. Well, it turns out that show was is, continues to be quite popular. I mean, for my standards, there's like 90, almost 9,500, so cl- close to 10,000 views, uh, I'm sure, by the end of the weekend. And this is the thing, that 65% of them according to youtube are origin you know are in russia and 10% are in ukraine and 5% a little bit less are in belarus so i have a, a, an audience and uh and i and i'm glad because this week for instance i did a show on the amazing courage that i read about most you know most of my news is from the wall street journal i find that the news from the journal is just really top-notch I like that a lot and I've been following the story of this city small city Voznesensk, on the Bug River that uh, fought back the Russian troops that were in a huge convoy making their way uh, from the Crimean Peninsula to eventually you know take over Odessa the port the port city that really is the lifeline to ukraine but in order to get there to take over uh odessa as well as you know take over other nuclear power plants so of course that's terrifying because we see every day what they do with nuclear power plants so the these russian convoy of tanks you know armored vehicles um, there was helicopters trucks made its way, but this Ukrainian village got together with volunteers with a 32-year-old mayor who I believe was a real estate broker prior to the war. Now he has a Kalashnikov with him at all times. And they fought back and, and they blew up the bridge in their town so the Russian troops couldn't cross. And then they hid out in the fields uh, and and used their cell phones to, and social media platforms to... Give the coordinates of where the Russian tanks were in the fields. The Russian tanks were, you know, lobbing bombs on the city of Voznesensk. And m- meanwhile, these Ukrainians who didn't have tanks, you know, who had shoulder missile carriers, that they fought back. The Russians retreated, left like thirty vehicles, uh, ran out of food apparently, and and were and were beaten back and you know just now they're almost back to normal which is just amazing to me that they had this epic two-day battle the battle lasted over two days and um and there was success so i talked about that and i hope that my russian audience hears that because what they're getting from the russian state propaganda according to the wall street journal and the news reports that i read is you know the Vladimir Putin recently just gave a speech to like 10,000 people and said that, you know, the war was, he doesn't call it the war, the special military operation is going swimmingly. Um, you know, they're, they're achieving their mission of liberating Ukraine, um, yada, 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 just absolute nonsense. Meanwhile, cracking down on any dissent whatsoever. There's, dissent is outlawed. So what a privilege I have to be talking to you. <laughs> what a privilege I have to have the silly YouTube show that apparently reaches some Russians, and so I'm happy to send them some, uh, the Russian people, the truth about what's going on, and the Ukrainians, and and the Russians, t- just to give them um, inspiration to be brave. And because the other brave person in the news this week, uh, who I am just so impressed by and inspired by, is this Marina Osiannikova. No. Avsiannikova. Marina Avsianakova. she is the producer for Russian State Television, Channel One, who, you know, <laughs> burst onto the uh, set during a live broadcast of primetime, and carrying a poster that said in both English and Russian, no war, stop the war, don't believe propaganda, they lie to you here, Russian, Russians against war. And, you know, of course, she was whisked away by thugs and spent the night at the police station jail. Uh, people were obviously very concerned that something severe, even torture, would ensue. But thankfully, she was because of all the attention, perhaps, or maybe because she was lucky, she got fined, which at one point would have been a, a big fine, because she was fined 30,000 rubles because the Russian economy is crashed and the rubles are essentially worthless, she it's a slap on the hand, so but but for her bravery and and acts of courage, um, it, it's just incredibly, incredibly inspiring. And I definitely couldn't help but notice that in contradiction to what I thought was a ridiculous um, self-serving, like propagandist clickbait content produced by Zach Blanchard at News Center about the Florida law that has been described in the media. You know, they they gave a name to it, the Don't Say Gay bill, that passed through the legislative, legislative process. And, you know, like the Speaker's Housing bill that I just discussed, when it first came out, it had everything but the kitchen sink in it, and it was ridiculously broad in scope, overreaching, outrageous in size and implication. And sure, you could say it was, you know, you could say a lot of things about it, but what ultimately is going to pass is pared down to to common sense things that really don't, don't matter. Well, in Florida, there was a bill that had a bunch of stuff, everything but the kitchen sink, but what actually passed is just a bill that gives parents the rights to access all of their children's health records, including mental health records, and has a provision that says, um, you know, you can't class instruction on, um, it says, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur to, to, in kindergarten through th- grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. And this guy, Zach Blanchard, said that his job wasn't to, you know, he's he's typically a journalist and his job isn't to give his opinion, but it is to give the facts. And then he said, these are the facts. And he basically said so many things that are not facts. And it just struck me that here we have in this country this opportunity and this free press and, um, you know, <laughs> the courage of some in countries where there isn't freedom of expression and freedom of the press and just sort of taking advantage of it, you know, just sort of taking advantage of the hot button issue to maybe, you know, uh, bolster his social media creds and get some followers and like I said, just sort of self-serving clickbait that um, really pales in comparison to to the bravery. It's, It's not brave. He got a lot of, you know, a lot of back rubbing and back slapping and, you know, words of encouragement oh you're so brave for talking about because basically what he said was you know he's gay very successful obviously he's a news anchor he's handsome appears to be quite healthy and on paper has a very impressive and not so challenging um you know meteoric career trajectory having gone to a very good school but apparently in third grade you know he didn't know what gay was but he didn't think it was right or he thought it was wrong and because he had that experience, he thinks he needs to share with the world his fear that this law that passed in Florida is somehow a danger to society, and and then said untruths about it, like it would make it illegal for same-sex parents to uh, be referenced or for kids to talk about their two moms or two dads, and it's just, I, I don't know, it's, that's equally dangerous, and as, as, as the bigger lies that we're seeing play out on the world stage that are being told by Vladimir Putin. I mean, I think if journalists are going to hold up the profession and say that they're journalists and then say that they're giving facts and then not give the facts, um, they need to be called out, not patted on the back just because they, you know, hit all the high notes on the, on the culture, um, you know, on the culture docket. So, um, that's it for this week. I hope uh, hope you subscribe to the podcast. Please review, if you don't mind, give me a good review because some shenanigans took place and I um, <laughs> was the object of an online bad review uh, campaign by some mischief makers. And so it brought my numbers down. So if you could, leave a review. And um, you can find Keep Up on Sin- with Cynthia Dill on all of your favorite podcast apps. And until next week, this is Simply Dancing.